Hey, I'm Garrett. And I'm Daniel. And this is Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we're talking about gay dinner. Inspired by the TikTok trend, girl dinner. What is girl dinner? What is gay dinner? What are we talking about today on this episode? Gay dinner is a massive feast. <laughs> it's a feast girl. This morning, we went on a walk with our friend Prue, and we were just talking about whatever, and we're about what we were eating last night, and then she had made a comment about girl dinner. Yeah. And we were like, is that a real thing? And she basically explained it to us as just a kind of little, a bit of this, a bit of that. Antipasto. Like, little salad. It's an antipasto like charcuterie board. Charcuterie board. It's a charcuterie charcuterie board. Well, every girl is different, and every girl dinner is different. But today, we were like, no, we're actually really inspired to talk about how this connects to gay dinner. Yeah. And what is gay dinner? And it's actually a thing. It is a thing. So the concept of girl dinner mm. made me think, what's a gay dinner look like? Well, I is think sushi? <laughs> I can think of a whole bunch of things what a gay dinner could look like. Tell me. A gay dinner can look like some meat and some steak. <laughs> it can look like sushi. And a salad. Or it an iced coffee. And a quite salad. A quite salad. An iced coffee, a long black iced yes, coffee. a tall ice, lo- like a macchiato. <laughs> Americano, iced Americano. An iced Americano. From Starbucks. Yes. Double frappuccino. I miss, I do miss Starbucks. Well, it's Halloween season. So isn't it like iced pumpkin latte season or something? Is that a gay dinner? That's a gay snack. Anyway, a lot of people, like half of the gay community, think about what they're going to eat before they have sex. Right. You don't want to feel bloated. You don't want to have, you, you don't, don't want, want to feel a heavy girl. situation. People have a lot of anxiety. You around. want to be primed and ready. They want to, and there's this actual thing called the bottoms diet. Right. That I kind of knew existed. I never really looked into it. There's a lot of jokes and like a lot of lighthearted memes about it, right? Yeah. But basically if you're going to take anything up your bum, mm. you're supposed to be ready at all times. Which is a lot of work. Which is a lot of work. That's a lot of upkeep. Anyone who takes any type of anal pleasure and is thinking, I want it to be a pristine, clean situation. Right. And Can we say pristine, clean environment? <laughs> is it an environment? It's an environment for sure. <laughs> and I think that you do really have a, a lot of people who are very okay with... A little bit of mess. I think someone who's mature and who has had really great sexual experiences and is an empathetic, good human being who wants to play in the back door. Right. Well, you know what you're, you know what you're dealing with. You know where you're playing, girl. Male, female, gay, straight, whatever. Like you're still dealing with the butt. Right. Specifically on our relationship with food. Yes. I remember... Myself, lots of friends, anyone who is out at dinner and is single and ready to mingle. Mm. A whole not, lot of mingling. Nobody's eating. Really? Nobody's eating. I've always eaten. Of course, because <laughs> you didn't think about that so much. Right. And I think that this is a perfect example. Mm. We were out in Sydney at the yes. Beresford on a Sunday night. Yes. It's a gay club everyone's having a great time we got there a little bit early like around 4 4 30 in the yeah. afternoon it we was were like hungry. a sunday fun day we were hungry we just sat down and immediately ordered the cheesiest of cheesy pizzas and some with, chips and some chips and a couple drinks and literally i looked around and everyone was like staring at us we were literally the two people out of 500 people at this club eating there was also some others girls eating 
Well, maybe. Okay. What, one other table of girls yeah. eating. It was anyway. us and the girls. Us and the girls the were girls. eating. The girls are here to dance. The girls. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, actually everyone out there was like, ready to mingle and ready to mingle and we were not because we had already got acquainted and mingled yeah we already pre-mingled ourselves and then we basically were like oh let's just eat whatever we want but this concept right of the bottoms diet yes it's terrible it's mentally, ac- mentally it's, exhausting it's mentally exhausting yeah you're constantly thinking about what you can what you can't eat when you can eat it yeah how much of it you can eat. How it's going to affect your body. Is it going to be this? Is it going to be that? And then people are like, oh, like I'll go on a first date. And I'm like, oh, if it's going good, right. I'm going to just have a salad. Okay. So and if what, it's not so, going good, they're going to order the cheesy pasta or with heavy steak. steak. <laughs> yeah. So what about if you go on a first date and then you have two salads? What does that mean? <laughs> You're both into salad. You're both ready to go. Toss some salad then. <laughs> No, no one's getting the vinaigrette out, girl. (laughs) But these like stereotypes around food are are crazy. But I think there's a lot of stereotypes within the gay community, especially for us. I feel like body image is a huge thing as well. And I think the the bottoms diet plays into that because essentially you're not really eating properly. No. And there was that joke that was like, okay, the bottom's diet is two ice cubes on a plate. Right. Or you have all these people starving themselves. But there might be people out there that actually think that's what you need to do to be a bottom. Yeah. And it's so incorrect because you can and you should eat the most delicious food Mm -hmm. all the time. You should really be finding pleasure and joy and sustenance from the food that you're eating. And you also can keep in mind general gut health is high fiber, good like probiotics or decent balance of different types of grains and yeah, foods staying hydrated. that you can eat. And yes, before you're having sex, don't eat a giant meal an hour before mm. or two hours before. Because what happens, as Dr. Carlton explained to us in our previous episodes, yes, is that everything in your gut and everything in your intestines starts moving around. It's making some room, right? If you just ate a whole bunch of food, everything else that's already inside your body is like, oh, okay, now it's my time to leave. I'm going to get ready to go. Right. (laughs) And it's going to affect your pleasure. GI tract. It's going to affect what's coming out of your butt. And then you're in trouble, girl. And then you're in trouble. Yeah. But the whole point is that you should be as a bottom or anyone who is taking any kind of play. sexual pleasure up their bum yep. should be empowered and feel great and have a great relationship with, with food. the food that they eat. Because it's not just about the food you eat, right? Like it's also about just getting yourself ready. Like yes, food impacts yourself to get ready for pleasure, yeah. but it's also about getting ready, douching. Having a bit of anal play before you start taking it. Like foreplay. Yeah, exactly. And in that process of educating yourself. And your partner, because your partner is also included to help you get ready, right? Or whoever else you're having sex with. Two people. Yeah. Sometimes more than two, I guess. Oh, maybe five. (laughs) Um, But it's terrible when you get wrong information and then you base your whole idea off of that. And you know your body, right? You know when you feel bloated after a meal. You know when you feel heavy. So you can gauge it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And if you don't feel comfortable having sex and maybe there's like a routine that you normally do have sex with your partner. Just have oral sex. You just be like, no, let's do something different or let's switch the roles around (laughs) or let's (laughs) take a minute and not do that right right now. But and not have any shame or any fear around it. So this gay dinner. Gay dinner. 
which I'm associating with the bottoms diet. Mm. And when you relate that to starving yourself or eating not the foods that you want because you think that you need to constantly be ready for whatever's going to happen is BS. But there's a chef named Alex Hall who has worked on this concept of the bottoms banquet, which is a... Is that a buffet? It is a buffet of delicious foods that are built out for reassociating good, healthy eating habits and connecting your ideas around pleasure and food back into the reclamation of the bottom. Wow. Have like great high fiber foods that help you produce less gas and bloat. Be regulated more. So you have a much more regulated, regular GI tract and your bowel system is really healthy and you're getting a lot of really great nutrients and vitamins and the right types of fibers just to help you just stay regular and stay sustained right? and fueled and working on our fitness. Mm -hmm. We're we're running, we're doing all these other activities. You need energy yes, and you need to fuel your body. You got to fuel your body. You got to take care of your body. You're not going to live off of two ice cubes because you're having lots of sex. No. So there's... You can't have two ice cubes and then like sniff a whole bunch of fucking ammo. That ain't healthy. (laughs) That's not a healthy diet. No. and ice cubes. And then have some pre-workout for the gym. Yes. So definitely, definitely, definitely look into Alex Hall. Look into other LGBTQ plus chefs who are working on reclaiming this the idea diet. of the bottoms banquet, the bottoms diet, yes. where where it really reverses this shitty, terrible stigma. connection and stigma of, of a place of like starvation and malnutrition into a place of, no, eat whatever the F you want, but just pay attention to your body, make it more regular, get ready for sex with all of the other tools and the other knowledge that you have. Correct. We have a very healthy relationship with our food and we have a very healthy relationship with sex, right? Right. But we also can communicate to one another when we're not feeling ready or up for it at that moment. But not every couple communicates clearly on where they're at, where their body is, how they're feeling. And if we're going out to a nice dinner and having this really beautiful romantic time... Like, I want the good food too. You yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like if you are in those scenarios, you should definitely be enjoying, enjoying every the scenario. If you really enjoy sex and the whole goal is just to have sex, then just have sex. Have sex first. Don't go to dinner. No, have sex, then go to dinner. Like, or meet up early in the day before you've had a giant banquet of food. Yes. And get get it done. Correct. Have fun. Correct. <laughs> but the idea is that you just should be doing everything with your full intention, with your full pleasure, with yes. your full, full happiness. Yes. And the idea of restriction like is... It's limiting. It's, it's, it's it too doesn't limiting. need to be like and that. It's too, and it adds way, 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 way too much pressure and it can be exhausting. Yeah, I agree. Connecting this concept of gay dinner to body image. Yeah, let's go into body image. The idea of what we eat and how we eat is very personal Mm. and it's very specific on where people are in their own journey and with their own relationships with food. Yeah. What's your top priority when you think about what you're eating today? Right now, my goal is to get fit and feel good for summer right now, honestly. Right. And I, real talk, I have had a lot of issues as you probably know in the last year with my body image and not feeling confident in my own skin. Mm. It's taken me a little while to, again, find that love for myself and appreciate my body. Do you feel pressure within the community to look a certain way? 
I, I, I do now yeah. because I'm 40, right? Nearly 39 years old and looking beautiful as ever as long as I can. Yes. And I, I know that like I, for my age, I look great. Thanks look great. to genetics yes. and general health. And, and my me. mom looks great. Like my dad looks great. Like, like they, it's just, in, it's in my family. Thanks to all the oily and acne prone skin I had early on. Right. <laughs> it, it helped me today with wrinkles. Yes. But I want to maintain as much physical ability and mobility as possible. And I have a, this idea that I need to constantly be and striving for the best like physical state of my body so that I can live a long, healthy life so right. that I can be present and active for, for the next else. several decades. Like I want to be in the best shape of my life mm. every decade in front of me. Right. So I feel that pressure, but I don't feel it from the community as much because I'm not very much, I don't give Focused a shit. on others. Yeah, I get that. I yeah, I don't care. And I think a lot of other gay guys have this uh, concept of this perfect body, which is mm. this like Ken-like existence, right? I don't, necessarily think that's my goal goal and it's not the goal for many gay people i am not restraining myself on the you know gay bottoms diet like i'm eating whatever i want yeah we both do i think in connection to your relationship with sex and how you prepare for that Mm -hmm. and what you're consuming and also how it affects your body Mm -hmm. is a major topic within the gay community within anyone who is using their bum as an intimate area of exploration Mm -hmm. and it's important to remember that you do not need to feel the pressure you definitely do not need to lean into malnutrition especially if it's this bottoms diet bullshit that started out decades ago yes i think that when we think about our relationships with food and gay dinner, ourself as gay dinner, I think that we need to like reclaim it and we need to actually really focus on the relationships of the people around us. Mm. When you're thinking about food in general, dinner in general, it's this convivial time of gathering. It's yes. when you're sitting down with your friends and your family and your intimate partner and like everyone having a that good you, chat. Yeah, having a good chat and talking about your life and what's going on and what's happening in your life, what's happening in the world. Building those relationships is so much more important. Mm. And having those good experiences around a dinner table, that should be what gay dinner is. Correct. And gay dinner is also about building community and going to gay brunch and drag brunch and being within the community and lifting up other members within the LGBTQ space, right? And supporting one another. That is gay dinner. Yes. If you were going to put together the most fabulous dinner party. Oh my God. What are we eating What's the menu and who's there? Okay. (laughs) Well, I guess I'll give you the real answer of what I would put together. I would put together some pizza, some sushi, salads, like a bunch of different fresh salads because we're thinking it's hot and summery, Aperol spritz, Mm -hmm. maybe some G&Ts, hot chips. Oh, obviously. Obviously. And I'm going to say hot dogs. Hot dogs. Yeah. 
I love hot dogs. Okay. Like a nice roll with some mustard, cheese, and ketchup, tomato sauce. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. So, <laughs> there's a smorgasbord of, of, of it's a gay dinner buffet. Food. That is, yes, that's a whole nother level. That's Dan's gay dinner. Yum. Everyone's coming over for that one. <laughs> Buy your tickets. Okay, so who's there? No one. <laughs> Just us. Okay. It made me prove. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. Um, All right. No, but seriously, like, I'm a very simple, classic kind of guy when it comes to dinners because my mum always threw, I guess, basic bitch dinners. Well, you have good memories around those certain food types. Yeah. The reason why you like those foods is because you have good memories around those foods. What about you? What would be your fantasy gay dinner? My fantasy gay dinner. It's tacos and margaritas. Would be a beachside oh. fiesta. Like a barbecue? No. Paloma, margaritas. Okay. Tequila and tacos like carne asada. Like meat on the grill with some like street corn salad and fresh watermelon and watermelon. Wait, wait, wait. Like wait. a pool party or by the beach. Is watermelon like dessert or with the dinner? I always have something sweet with the dessert. Oh no, no, not no, like no, no. not. You're not having steak and watermelon. Okay, that's, that's on good. the side. Okay. You're making a plate, but you're having steak and then watermelon right after. You're having some steak. You're having some corn salad. You're having some tacos. You're having a little bit of this and that, and you also might just bite into the watermelon. While you're having a steak. What are you supposed to do? Finish all the steak and then like put it all away and then have the watermelon? Yeah. No. Oh my God. Have you not been to an American barbecue? I actually haven't. Okay. You, you have the watermelon whenever you want it. You can have it in the beginning, in the middle or the end. I'll have it at the beginning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to intrude. Go on. Okay. And who's there? I would say. Trixie Mattel. Definitely Trixie Mattel. Actually, you know what? I take this all back. It's going to be a pool party at the Trixie Hotel Motel and everything else stays. And Trixie's there. Okay. And anyone else who wants to come. Okay. That's fun. I get that. That's my gay dinner. Okay. Oh, actually, can I redo my gay dinner? I think I would literally have a gay dinner. Just antipastos and Prosecco. Antipasto and and Prosecco. Prosecco. Okay. A little charcuterie board. Just charcuterie board. I can fuck off, you know, Two meter, what's that? Ten foot charcuterie board platter. Right. Maybe with some grapes. Mm. I'll, I'll incorporate an American barbecue idea. Okay. So what are the topics at our gay dinner? Oh, the topics at our gay dinner would definitely be RuPaul's Drag Race. Secondly would be places you want to see, things you want to do, those types of things. We'd be talking about all the people that just came back from Europe and are tan. I know. But the thing is that I wanted to say with this gay dinner thing is why I said all those food ideas is because I'm like Sai from the Real Housewives of New York. I need food. I need to eat like Uber. You know, they go to these fancy girl dinners and they're still starving the poor girls. And then they go and buy a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. They leave, the, they leave the event early to go eat. Yeah. I, I think you're the same. We like to eat at these dinners. Yes. I'm not going to a dinner party and not feeding my guests. I need to make sure everyone is fed and eating, you know? All the things. Yeah. I don't want people leaving my dinner party ever and feeling hungry still and getting McDonald's, and on, the McDonald's on the way home. No, yeah, no, I can't no. do that to my guests. No. So as gay people, 
as LGBTQ plus people, having a good relationship with food is important. Mm-hmm. And food in general is a convivial celebration of life. We gather around the table, yes. right? Our best moments are shared experiences and the foods that we love the most are actually directly related to memories. Mm. Like you really love these simplistic quote unquote foods of like chicken and pizza and chips and hot dogs because your favorite memories of growing up are with your family having barbecues, Mm. summertime, summertime. And that's just what you ate as a family. Like my celebratory relationship with food Mm. is Mexican food because that's also my mom's favorite food. And that's what we would always be eating in our family's house. And she'd always be making tacos at home. So, having a good relationship with food is important. And even when we're thinking about our own sexual intimacy, having a good relationship with food is also important because we cannot fall victim to this concept of a bottoms diet or a restriction on what you can eat or when you're like starving yourself or you're jumping into malnutrition because you're always ready, worried about what's going on in the bum. It's important to build community Mm -hmm. Through maybe creating like a dinner party or creating a routine in your everyday where you are surrounding yourself with people that respect you, that celebrate you, and then also kind of lift you up and that you also see yourself in. So gay dinner can be like a code word for like supporting other members within the community. Yeah. It's really great to create space for like-minded people to Mm. gather and talk about what's going on in their lives. Yeah, I love that. It's so true. So and I want to. I, I think that's something that we should do. Like, let's do it. What are we going to do? Let's create a gay dinner. Okay. And let's maybe do it monthly, where we put together a small dinner where we invite a bunch of our gay friends. It's or very expensive, girl. Well, we don't have to pay for it. <laughs> it could be a at a hot dog shop. Oh, like yes. your favorite. I love it. Um, Can no, we but, take him to Bunnings? A Bunnings sausage sizzle. So it's like a Home Depot, but they have a sausage sizzle every Sunday. Well, Home Depot also has sausage sizzles. They do? You never took me. Well, do they have... I think they are. You can always get a hot dog at (gasps) Home Depot. We need to look next time we go to the US. It's not a sausage... So in Australia, the sausage sausage sizzle is a fundraising event where different communities get together and organizations um, throw a little hot dog party. So what we need to do is we need to go to a Bunnings and do a sausage sizzle for the LGBT community. There you go. So maybe that's our first gay dinner. That's our first gay dinner. So it's the modern gays sausage sizzle at Bunnings. Let's do it. Let's actually organize that. And speaking of sausage sizzle and gay dinner, girl, I'm hungry. So we got to go eat. We got to go eat. But something to leave you with is that I want you guys out there to also make your own gay dinner or lesbian dinner or trans dinner or Girl dinner. dinner or girl dinner, any kind of dinner that you want, go out, make some space, make a plan, invite a bunch of people and create a bit of a community and maybe expand your community a bit too. For sure. And don't let the food consume you. You consume the food without any worries. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's actually well said. All right. Well, let's go get some gay lunch because I'm hungry. Girl, I'm starving. Let's go get some sushi. All right. Well, bon appetit. Bon appetit. Oh my God. Katy Perry. Bon appétit, bon baby. Bon appétit, baby. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Modern Gaze. We hope you're enjoying our podcast so far. 
make sure that you follow, turn on alerts, and even turn on auto downloads so that you get our episodes first. Our episodes come out every Tuesday and they stream anywhere podcasts play. 